And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Ed and Bob Show, opening America. Yes, from Seen in the Rain back in 1952. This song is called Good Morning. It's been the Ed and Bob Show song for quite some time. And for those of you who just joined us, since we've added so many new people in the last month or two, back when Ed and I were doing our radio show uh, about 7 o'clock every morning, we used to play that song and we'd sing along. And whoever was in the studio with us would sing along. And then we found out people all across East Tennessee were singing along. And some kids in some of the school buses, they would stop and have them all singing that song. So it was a lot of fun. We still have it, and we're glad to carry it on. This is the Ed and Bob Show, as you heard Ed say earlier. And we're opening America back up. I think this is our, our number 12 episode in opening America. But well over 100 episodes that we've done. I'm Bob. He's Ed. We're going to be talking to him a lot, and we're going to tell you what's going on in our lives. Then let's uh, go back out to Ed. How are you, brother? Hey, Bob. We got a great show today. I'm doing fine. The family's doing fine. We got a great show, a lot to talk about. I'm telling you what, buddy, it is something else in this country these days, isn't it? It's amazing. So I tell you what. What's going on at your house? You know, every week, Ed, is a little bit different, I think. Uh, Sometimes I think we're getting back to normal, and then the next moment I feel like we're backing up to where we were in March or April. But this is very frustrating. But here at the house, you know, we're working from home still, and a lot of people are working from home, and that's what I've been doing. Also fixing things at home. I've fixed lights, and I've built things and put up flagpoles and We've got a new dog that we've talked about. Roxy's doing well. She's about four months or so old, and it's exciting around here. We do lots of walks and do takeout and things like that, just like everybody else, I guess, around the world. Definitely, uh, you know, we're doing the same thing and hoping there will be a vaccine sometime soon for this virus. We'll talk about that virus and what the numbers are coming up in a moment. Um, We have been doing once or uh, every other week or so, uh, dinner with Ed and his lovely wife. So that's been a lot of fun. Uh, all our kids and grandkids and everybody seem to be doing fine. So, Ed, tell me, how's it going out at the Brantley house? Well, I'll tell you what, Bob. Hi, everybody. Everything's fine over here at our house. The grandchildren are doing good. I've got a daughter-in-law that's about to give birth to a little girl. And... um I tell you, the family just keeps on growing. It's just amazing. Grandchildren are the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. I'll tell you that. I love these kids. And some of, and they're so different. They're so different. So things are really good. Everybody's got a job and working and, and happy and food's good and we're all happy here. We get to eat out a couple of times a week, maybe once or twice, and that's good. So uh, the wife's still working. <laughs> Anytime you got your wife working, that's great, isn't it? 
So, uh, where do we start, Bob? And lots going on. All right, Ed, let's uh, get it going then, as you said. And we'll start with the coronavirus. You know, I'll be looking forward to a show where that's not the number one thing we have to talk about. Looking at the latest numbers, this is, uh, by the way, this show is being recorded August 28th. So if you listen to it a day or two after that, um, you'll know when these numbers came from. Uh, Across the world, 24.5 million people have the coronavirus. 16 million have um, recovered. 832 people have died of it. In the United States, 5.8 million cases and 181 deaths. A lot more deaths than we thought we would have looking back, you know, last March. In the state of Tennessee, where Ed and I live, 146,000 people have the coronavirus, or caught it, and there's about 1,650 deaths. And, uh, you know, that was uh, once upon a time a projection in the state of Tennessee of only like 350 deaths, but we're here we're seeing it 1,650. Uh, but the coronavirus is very serious. I talked to a friend of mine that's a doctor. He and his doctor friends in New York City. He said, brother, don't let anybody fool you that it, this is not a serious disease. He said that he has lost two friends that were doctors to the coronavirus. So, you know, do, please don't underestimate this virus. Wear your mask Protect others. If you don't want to protect yourself, do it for others in case you're a, a asymptomatic carrier, somebody that carries the virus without any symptoms. Uh, and, you know, if, you're, if you want to be checked, you can still be checked. Go. I saw a big line at the CVS store where you could drive through and be checked, see if you've got the coronavirus. You know, something else I think is a side um, effect of this coronavirus is depression and loneliness. Because a lot of people are cooped up in their homes and they're not getting out. And if you live by yourself, that can be very lonely and and bring depression in. But even people that live with others can be depressed from it. If if they feel like they're missing out on their job or they're working from home, they don't get to see more people. Or or maybe they've lost their job and they're unemployed. That can certainly cause a lot of depression and loneliness. So if you know people that have lost their jobs, people that live by themselves, that are subject to being depressed, um, you know, reach out to them. Make sure you let them know they're not alone. Uh, and I think ways you can do that is by um, sending them an email, sending them a card in the mail, uh, calling them, uh, drive by and wave from your car, or call them, say, I'm coming by, or sit in their yard while they're on the porch. You know, there's things you can do um, that... Uh, well, it would mean a lot to people, I think. Um, you know, and keep in mind, doctors are saying that a lot of people are dying. And I did talk to some doctors that said if somebody has the coronavirus but they really died of another ailment, they would put down coronavirus as the cause of death because they know it will get completely paid for. There will be, no, be no discussion about insurance covering that. So that's why I think you take all these numbers with a grain of salt, uh, in my opinion. So, Ed, uh, let's. What are your thoughts on uh, on all of this as we uh, still have the coronavirus around? Well, here's what my thoughts are on the coronavirus. You know, the Knox County schools opened uh, what two weeks ago, something like that, and there's thirty thousand kids going to school, 
And the last report that I could see, only three children had a coronavirus. There's one in each of three schools. So it, they've either done a really good job of keeping the mask on the children, or it's not as big as we thought it was going to be. So, And sports, well, we'll wait and see what happens with that. However, I do think that there is uh, the warnings are, you know, it's kind of like when a thunderstorm's coming, thunderstorm warning, get, take cover, and it ends up being just a plain old rain shower or something that we grew up with. So, you know, you, you've got the flu virus and you've got this virus. Now, which one's worse? Some people are dying with this one, but a lot of people die with the flu virus, too. And I hear a lot of people say, I think I've had this. I didn't know I had the coronavirus, but I was sick and I stayed home and, you know, and I got over it in a few days. So doctors are saying more people are dying, but what's the reality here? Are they? Or are the people, are doctors just putting it down that way so they can get it passed through the insurance and, and uh, the benefits? So I, I, I'm confused. I think the longer this thing goes on, the more confused I get. So, Bob, the uh, Democratic convention is cranked up. What's your thinks on that so far? Yeah, you know, the conventions have cranked up and the Democratic convention's over. The Republican convention has now wrapped it up. 68 days from today until the presidential election. 68 days until we will know who's going to be president. Well, I, I hope we'll know that night. Uh, a lot of people are saying you won't know till January because there'll be so many arguments and protests over whichever way it goes. Demo- Democratic convention that was virtual. Um, I, I didn't, you know, I just didn't. Uh, I watched a little bit of it. it. It just seemed like it didn't have a whole lot of heart to it. Republican National Convention basically was done in the lawn of the White House and across America. But... Um, I thought they did a wonderful job. It was well produced. I don't know who produced it, but boy, it was it was a slick show. No question about that. And people f- from all over America, they were big donors, were there in the in the uh, front lawn of the White House. So uh, it was a, a quite a production. And the thing that was disappointing to me, I saw where Rand Paul says he thought he would have been killed had it not been for the Washington D.C. police, and I saw videos of that. When did we turn into having mobs attack people, law-abiding people, as they walk across the street? And that's okay. I don't. I, I, when 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 are we going to be sick and tired of the lawlessness that we're having? I don't care what party you're from. People of any party should not be chased down the street and threatened. I just it was it was hard to see, and it's disappointing, and it, it should not be taking place. And I don't care what party you're in, you shouldn't condone this. And although I've seen some uh, Democratic uh, people, uh, even the vice president nominee or for the Democrats, basically saying this this these protests and stuff. I don't mind protests, but when it gets violent. And things are burned and stolen, and people are chased down the street. Folks, that's not what we're about in America. And Democrats uh, don't want that. And the vice presidential nominee for the Democrats shouldn't be inciting it. 
So it's disturbing to me. The, uh, I noticed the uh, president's family helps him, or speak, they all spoke, I think, during the Republican National Convention. And the thing that really stuck out to me, that I guess it never really soaked into me, President Trump's entire family is a family of overachievers. They're like a, they're lawyers, uh, they have master's degrees. They're just incredibly sharp kids, well-educated, and you got to say that's pretty impressive. And if somebody like that can lead their family like that, and uh, and he's not a politician, so he's leading this country as if it was a business against other countries that have been taking advantage of us for a long time. So I, I think uh, that's what we need at a time like this. Does he do everything the way I want him to? No. Does he have the attitude I want him to have? No, not all the time. But the bottom line is I want somebody that's going to run the country and uh, make this country great. And uh, I think the ship needed to be righted, righted from where it was during the Obama administration. We've get, we gave this country away for so long. So, okay, I know I've been long-winded. Ed, what are your thoughts? Okay, um, I think the Democratic Convention, I didn't watch it. I, I honestly didn't. I read things, what happened to it. And I haven't watched all the Republican Convention either that was going on this week. I did see yesterday where, uh, last night uh, for us, where after the president had his acceptance speech, there were riots and people getting assaulted outside the White House where that speech took place. And Congressman Rand Paul, Senator Rand Paul, uh, was was afraid for his life, and he's having the FBI check into that. I, and I don't know if, if if this is just happening to Republicans. Is it not? What's going on? Um, Senator Rand Paul is calling for an FBI investigation into the thugs he believed would have killed us if not for the police. That's pretty strong. Um, but is it just against Trump? Or is it against the police? They're having violent riots in D.C. now and riots everywhere across the country. Um, it, it, it doesn't, it, this, this scares me. Um, they're downgrading as things on assaulting police. And if without the police, we would just be miserable. I mean, this country would be down the, down the toilet. So I noticed at the Republican convention, a lot of the president's family were speaking. Those kids are pretty sharp. You know, they don't drink. They don't drink alcohol. None of them do. Uh, but that's that's their prerogative, I guess. But that's, I, he's always demanded that they they don't drink. Um, so good for you, Trump. <laughs> but they had a lot of great speakers at the Republican National Convention that ended this week, and I think it gave him a real head heads up there that things are going to be pretty good. The Democrat, you know, the thing that gets me about Biden, you know, they kept him hidden behind doors. And my wife was telling me this, that maybe they're afraid that he'll say something or maybe he doesn't know what to say. And it, it's, it's really surprising. Uh, so, well, now we've got these riots going on across the country. And, and it's not just black people getting shot. There was uh, news this past week of a man and his, his college-age daughter they got in a road rage event with somebody else, and the, the other guy followed them home, shot them, killed them. They were white. The guy that shot them was black. So, you know, you, you, yeah, I don't see that in the news anywhere. That's amazing. 
but at the same time, the stock market is hitting a record highs while all this is going on. And, and once again, it just shows that the stock market doesn't care about things like that. All right, we're going to move on here. So what's your thoughts, Bob, on uh, college football? Well, yeah, football's getting closer and closer, Ed. I, I, I still think after a couple of weeks, the whole thing will fizzle. Uh, I, um, I I just don't see it uh, really uh, lasting. I think some team's going to get it, and then that'll be that. And, and then more teams will have – you know, players that will uh, have the coronavirus and just not able to do it. In other sports, I saw where the NBA refused to play and then some of the MLB, the baseball teams refused to play or boycotted or whatever. And I, I think they're treading on a dangerous ground because there's going to be a certain point where people in America will say, the heck with the NBA, the heck with Major League Baseball, who cares and the thing is, if you tie protests to our sports, people use sports as an escape from uh, their everyday life. And if you want to start making it about protests, they'll tune you out. They, they just they'll tune you out, and you and all those people are making millions of dollars playing sports. All of a sudden, you'll find a lot less of them making millions of dollars, and they'll wonder what happened. Another thing I want to bring up, Ed, uh, gun laws. And, you know, as well as I was thinking about the other day, you know what makes America great is that every person in America has the right and the ability to protect themselves and their family. Majority of countries around the world don't have that. One way that we have is that we can legally carry and possess a gun, at least in some states. I think like, what, 35 states or whatever, or the majority of states. New York, California, Illinois, I understand you can't. I'm wondering if that's one thing that really separates us from other countries. You know, in Mexico, you have to travel to the uh, Mexico City, no matter where you live in Mexico, to try to get a permit to have a rifle on your farm. You can't just have a rifle on your farm. You have to get a permit for it. And I, I will wonder in Mexico, if all citizens had the right to bear arms, would the cartel be as powerful as they are in Mexico? Yeah, in New York City, California, Chicago, they have very strict gun laws, and it's the most violent places in America. So I just, I'm wondering if our gun laws is really what has made our country so different from other countries and better. Well, wasn't it a uh, Japanese uh, admiral that said, you don't invade America because every citizen behind every blade of grass has a gun? All right, Ed. Let's uh, go back to you. I, I think you got thoughts on uh, college sports and other stuff. What, what you got? Well, the sports, I think uh, SEC and the ACC are going to play football. We'll see if they make it through a season. I don't think they will. The fans are only going to let a few thousand fans in the stands. Most people have to watch it on television, which is fine. No tailgating on campus. And it's all changed. It takes, it takes all the hoopla out of it. You know, if you can't cheer... Uh, it, it does. And, and look what's happened at the NBA. I mean, here they're playing these games with these huge signs all over, this, all over the arena saying Black Lives Matter. And, and all lives matter. Just like the other day, I saw a report where there was some road rage and someone followed this man and his college-age daughter home and killed them. 
The college-age daughter and the man who were followed home were white. The guy who killed them was black. I haven't seen that. Nothing. No, there's no one complaining about it. Nobody jumping up in arms. So I think there's definitely getting to be a race thing here in America where it's blacks against whites and Democrats against Republicans, and it's, it's getting worse and worse and worse. So until uh, it comes to your backyard, you just don't know what's going on, you know. Um, I think Trump should send in the National Guard. I think that until you put these people down and put them in jail, it's just going to keep on. And I think these people are traveling around from place to place. They arrive with gas masks in their cars, they're, and, and they're looking for trouble. They're going to do trouble. They're rioting and, and, and emptying stores. I saw where Lord and Taylor clo- just closed up and said, no, we're, we're through uh, after what happened to them in, in, uh, in one of the cities where they got their store robbed. So uh, you got riots in Wisconsin, and I think the average U.S. citizen saying it's enough. That's enough. So, well, you know, a lot of things are going on. We are now we're kind of focusing back on these riots. What's in Wisconsin? And that's like the last place I ever thought there'd be riots, but riots and protests in Wisconsin. I still go back to at some point the average law-abiding U.S. citizen is going to say enough with this. I don't care what your political beliefs are. Listen, a lot of you people doing rioting and attacking people, they don't care about politics. All they're trying to do is is get away with crime and stealing things and, and inter- intimidating people and being terrorists right here in America. If you don't believe it, go visit somebody's place where they protest. You'll be running for the hills. And I hope that it doesn't have to happen in our backyard until we all say enough is enough. I, I think we need to bring the National Guard in to stop all these. And then, the, you know, like we talked about before, the NBA refusing to play games. I don't think anybody cares. You know, all these rich athletes better watch it or they, they'll end up with no jobs. And then they'll have to find a real job instead of being uh, an athlete. Um, all right, Ed. <laughs> what's, what about all this stuff and the riots and Thanks. What do you got for us? I, I think everyone cares. Uh, there's some news items that are just amazing. For instance, I think that uh, uh, some people are telling Biden to cancel the remotes and not do it. And you know why? Because the guy, I'm telling you, why do you think they've got him hidden behind closed doors? He's not out there saying anything. He's, the only thing he does is record something, and then they, it's not live. So... Uh, if they cancel the debates, I think that would be terrible. I think it would be really terrible. It would be terrible for Trump. And why Why is it that all the demonstrators are only demonstrating against Trump events? You know, it. it I saw where Biden said the other day that, that um, during the Obama administration, there wasn't any riots anywhere. Well, there was. It was in Ferguson. And there were big riots. So um, that, that doesn't make any sense, you know. And Pelosi... It looks like Pelosi's telling Biden what to do. She's the one that said that I would not debate Trump, and I don't, I don't blame her for not debating Trump because Trump will win on a debate because he's a street fighter, that's for sure. All right, Bob, I guess that's going to be it for me this week. I'm sorry, I don't have anything else. Hope everything works out for you this week. Let's go have dinner one night. What do you think, Wednesday? I'll see you soon. Bye.
All right, Ed. Thank you, brother. We'll talk to you next time. Maybe we'll just do lunch here in the next few days or dinner, and we'll look forward to getting together with you all again. That's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Ed and Bob Show. If you want to contact us, you can write us, edandbob at yahoo.com. Follow us on Twitter. Ed is uh, at Ed Brantley. Mine is at Bob Thomas Knox, K-N-O-X. And, of course, we've got a Facebook page. You can go there as well. Uh, for Ed and Bob. Um, we're available on iTunes. We're available on TuneIn, uh, Alexa. If you have Alexa, turn on the uh, um, TuneIn skill. Sorry, I don't know and then, uh, hey, my Alexa's trying to talk to me. And then tell them to ha- uh, go to the Ed and Bob show. Alexa, stop. I had to tell my Alexa to shut up. Um, but we'd love to have you listen to us, give us your comments, and we'd love to hear from you. So uh, uh, if you'd like to do that, uh, and of course, uh, you know, we always encourage you to take care of those that are, that are shut in, that are at home by themselves because of the coronavirus, the senior citizens. Let's take care of each other. Make sure that um, we don't forget about those that potentially could be lonely or depressed And uh, we look forward to seeing you and talking with you in the coming week on the next Ed and Bob show as we move forward. But let's wrap this one up and let's go to the guy that always does it for us. Dino, it's all you. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me. Like the fella once said, ain't that a kick in the head? The room was completely black. I hugged her and she hugged back. Like the sailor said, quote, ain't that a hole in the boat? My head keeps spinning. I go to sleep and keep grinning. If this is just a big Just like the fella said, tell me quick, ain't 